Hello guys, welcome back to the Broly Talks Hockey Podcast, and in today's special episode, I'm going to go through some mock trades, other random hockey thoughts that I have, and just some trade rumors as we head into this offseason here. And I think this will be a very active offseason, one of the more active ones we've seen in the past, because if you look at the last couple seasons, like the big moves over the last five years, the biggest one I can recall shot the top of my head, was the Hall trades and the Subban trade. Like, we have not had a big blockbuster franchise player getting moved in a long time. Uh, I think Hamilton's one of those guys who could be. Eichel will be a franchise player for sure. Uh, Jones, not so much. I don't think he'll be a franchise player. Uh, I know Ekman Larson has some rumors with him, too. He's no franchise player by any means, but there's some other ones, too. Uh, just off the top of my head here. Uh, Eichel, Eichel, Dumba, you could consider a number one right D offensively, but it's, it's, he's not the greatest, but he's not the worst. Uh, we could see Landeskog going somewhere, but just in general, we haven't seen any big moves. I know there's a lot of big names coming out here, and starting it off, I'm going to react to some mock trades that I've seen on Instagram. Uh, this is from NHL Benchside. He took, he compiled a list of proposed deals by cat-friendly users. For those who don't know, Cap Friendly is a website where people post mock trades, and they have good. It's a good website. You can just go check it out for sure. Uh, the first one here is an Anaheim Pittsburgh trade to Anaheim. Tristan Jari and Nathan Lagar post uh, Pittsburgh next year first for John Gibson. Uh, John Gibson is a starter goalie, uh, top ten in the league probably. If I'm if top ten, top five probably. I think he could be better. He's also playing it at Anaheim, so all of his stats you got to take with a grain of salt. Like, he's not playing with the best of players, so we can't really hate on him for that. Uh, he's kind of playing on a not very good team. He's been had a good team behind him really ever since he started playing. Uh, Tristan Jari is not a good goalie either. He can't catch a puck. Nathan Lagar, I think he's like a B or C tier prospect, so he's not the best. And a first, like... 2022 first from Pittsburgh isn't going to be very valuable. They're still going to be competitive. It'll be like 15s to 30s. It'll be from 15 to 30. Anyway, there. I don't think they're going to miss the playoffs in a couple of years. They're still going to have Crosby. They're going to have Malkin. They have one of the best depth players in the league on third and fourth lines. Like that fourth line, uh, Czar, Bluger, Tanev is the best fourth line in the league. So they got depth. Uh, their defenses are really only concerned. Latang's been peaking. He's dropped off, I think. So. Yeah, I don't really see that trade working out. I didn't think Pittsburgh, if it did happen, Pittsburgh would absolutely fleece them. Because, like, imagine Crosby on a team where his goalie behind him is Gibson and vice versa, where Gibson has Crosby in front of him, Malkin in front of him, uh, John Marino, the elite Cody Cece. Like, this is just a good team in front of you. This is what you want to see, and this is what I like to see. I would love to see it, but it's very unlikely, especially considering the return. And moving on to the next mock trade here, Sam Reinhart for Louis Erickson, 2021 first from Vancouver. Uh, that's the ninth overall pick. And then a 2023 first. I like this trade a lot. Louis Erickson is only there for cap reasons because we all know Louis Erickson is not the best player in the league. He's not even a solid player. He'd probably be playing third line in Buffalo, and that's in Buffalo. So you got to take that with a grain of salt, too, because if you're playing third line in Buffalo, you're generally like you'd fit on teams fifth lines or fourth or fourth lines like you're not you're not a good player. But Sam Reinhardt 
here's interesting because if you're giving up a ninth overall pick, you look at the type of players that could come out of that ninth overall pick. Players come to mind: mind Kent Johnston, Kent Johnson, Johnston. I'm, I'm not sure to pronounce his name. Kent Johnson. Uh, Brand Clark could drop. You could have Mason McTavish. Other players here. Uh, yeah, th- those kind of players. Chaz Lucy's, uh Luke Hughes could drop. Hell, all we know. But he's unlikely to drop. He may deserve to be taken at ninth. But there's a lot of good players you could get there. And Sam Reinhardt, this season, was a solid player. He's been He's really improved his defensive game, which I really do like. He's a good finisher. He'll get the job done. He can score goals. He's not a very good passer. His power play is not very great. But he can play center or right wing. They've really needed a number one right wing ever since they... I forget exactly. I think it was Daniel Sedin who was a right winger. Their big right winger. Ever since they lost him, they've kind of been off. They really do need a number one right wing. If you look at their depth chart, their right wing... I think their best right wing right now is Brock Besser. He is a number one right wing. If you think of it, their next couple are not very good. They've they've really needed a number one right wing. And I think Sam Reinhardt would be that guy. He's a top six player for sure. You can play him on the second line. You don't have to play him first line minutes. You can play him on the second line with Horvat and Miller or Hoglander. I'm not sure exactly who you could play him with there, but you can play him on the second line. You can play him at center if someone goes down with injury. Like Peterson, him going down killed the Canucks this season. That's why they finished below Ottawa. Pedersen was injured. You bring in Reinhardt. You can throw Horvat on the first line, and you still have Reinhardt as your second-line center. Solid second-line center. Him and Horvat are actually similar players. They play good defensive game, and they can do well. Like, I see a lot of comparisons in their game, and I do think that the Canucks could benefit from this, but I just, I just see them not moving that ninth overall pick because it, it could be a good pick. Hey, I don't know, but I do think that this would be a good trade for both teams. Buffalo gets another first round pick. They usually miss on their first, so uh, I'm going to say yes. I think this would be a good fit for both teams because you're giving up a lot for Reinhardt, but it is Sam Reinhardt, and he you know he will succeed there. He's played very well in Buffalo. Considering he's in Buffalo, he's going to play very well in Vancouver as well. And moving on to the next mock trade, actually involves Buffalo again. It's Buffalo and Minnesota going to Buffalo. We'll start with going to Minnesota. Going to Minnesota, Jack Eichel, obviously. Going to Buffalo, Cam Talbot, Matthew Boldy, Marco Rossi. Two 2021 first-round picks because Buff- uh, Minnesota has theirs and Pittsburgh's. Uh, this is, I'd say, an overpayment for Jack Eichel because Marco Rossi and Boldy, you know there's going to be top six prospects. Like, they'll be top six players in the league. You're giving up essentially. You're giving up two top six players, a starting goalie, and two first round picks. That is a lot for Jack Eichel. Jack Eichel. If you'd throw out Rossi, I think it'd be good. If you threw out Rossi and put like Dumba instead of Talbot, I think that'd be a perfect trade. Maybe take away one of the first two. This is a huge overpayment for Minnesota, but they do need a first line center. I think Rossi could eventually be that guy. But if you want the surefire thing, you go for Eichel. I don't think it's a bad move. Because Rossi also does have some concerns with him. Because we all know he went down with COVID. He's had heart problems ever since. He just barely got back on the ice. There's a lot of risk to Rossi. And if you go, if you want to move on from him, Eichel's the perfect guy to play with. You have Kaprizov, Fiala, Eichel as a potential first line. Like, that is something every team wants. 
That is something every team would love. And moving on to the next mock trade, or actually, I'm going to say, yeah, I, I would do that if I'm Minnesota. It is a huge payment, but it is definitely worth it for Eichel. Because in your prospect pool, you still got Marat Kostandinov. He's a solid prospect. You still have Ryan O'Rourke on defense. You still have Kalen Addison. You still keep, like, I, I just don't want them to move both of Boldy Beckman. Beckman's going to be a solid prospect, too. So they still got a solid prospect pool, and they gave up two of their best prospects, and they still have a good one. Okay, next one, Calgary and Anaheim. Calgary gets Raquel Henrique at 50%, a fifth and a sixth rounder. Anaheim gets Monahan in a fifth. Okay, if I'm Calgary, I take this. If I'm Anaheim, I say, heck no. Uh, no, just no, I'm not going to do this. Because Sean Monahan has not been good in a couple of years. Like this season, considering this season he was playing second line minutes, he was stuck behind Elias Inholm, who's not even a natural centerman. He used to play right wing. He came in to play center considering how bad Sean Monahan was. He does have some hard competition. His power play is good. He sucks at even strength. He's not a good finisher. He's making $6.4 million. So Raquel for him, and even just Raquel for Monahan, I do. I wouldn't even trade Monahan for a third. Actually, stretch that. I would trade Monahan at 50% for a third because he's a second or third line center. Probably a third line center, to be honest. He's, he's really peaked his game. He's not a good player. I don't think he's ever been the greatest player. He had one good season. And that's my problem with the NHL, too. Like, a player has one good season... And their reputation goes crazy high. And moving on to one of the last ones here between Columbus and Winnipeg. To Winnipeg, Seth Jones, the big the big franchise defenseman, as they call him, <laughs> for Cole Perfetti in a third. I think this is a third that Columbus gave them. So you're basically just going Perfetti for Jones. Uh, no, I don't take this. I say no this every day of the week. If I'm, if I'm Winnipeg, I say no this every day of the week. If I'm Columbus, I'm like, heck yeah, I'll take Cole Perfetti. Seth Jones is a second-pair defenseman who plays no defense, can sometimes play offense, and is decent on the power play. That's what you're going to get out of Seth Jones. He hasn't been good in Columbus for a while. He was decent in Nashville. He's got such a good reputation somehow. I don't know how he earned his good reputation. He's, he's not been the greatest player. People still love Seth Jones. I've, I've never really been on the Seth Jones fan train. And Cole Perfetti... I think he could be a first-line player, so I'm saying no to this every day of the week if I'm Winnipeg. Moving on to the second-last one between Washington and Columbus. Uh, to Washington, Liam Foodie and the 2021 first from, from Toronto. I think that's the 25th overall pick then. And to Columbus, Evgeny Kuznetsov. Actually, I think I would take this. Kuznetsov, uh, you call him a second-line center, first-line center. I think he would be a first-line center there. Because Liam Foodie, I think, does peak at second-line center. And you already know with Kuznetsov, you're getting at least a second-line center. I don't know how many years you're going to get out of Evgeny Kuznetsov because he is not the youngest player in the world. He's 28 years old. He plays second-line minutes. He's a very mediocre second-liner. Uh, his point production is good. His defense is not the greatest. His power play isn't great. He's making 7.8 mil, though. That's what kind of turns me away. But other than that, I think I would definitely take this trade because Felino's probably coming back. So you basically... Out of the Felino trade, you turn it, that first that you get, to, and you throw on Foodie for a solid second-line center, and you, you fix your center problem for a while. Because, again, Kuznetsov is 28. You're going to get at least three or four good years out of him, yep. So I think it's definitely a good deal, and I would take that. And moving on to the last trade here, before we go to some submitted mock trades from 
fans of the show, people on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, to Nashville, Nolan Patrick, Travis Sanheim, 2021 first round pick, the 14th overall pick for Ryan Ellis. Um, this is a big package coming back. Uh, Nolan Patrick's solid second, third line center. Travis Sanheim has been good top four defenseman. The first, though, because out of that first, you could get a Fabian Lysel, Carson Kuhlman's type player. So you could get a really good player. Uh, but for Ellis, I think I would definitely do that. Uh, probably within a heartbeat, I'd do that. Like almost every day of the week, I would take Ryan Ellis. Uh, he's definitely a solid defenseman. He could be that number one defenseman there, or number two behind Provorov. I think that would be really good for the Sabres. And moving on to some mock pod, or mock trades that were submitted here before we end the show. Because it's going to be a quick show, 15-minute show. Hope you guys enjoy. Uh, first one here from Lucas Sports Edits. Thanks for the question. Marner for Matt Kachuk, one for one. Uh, no, I don't. I don't do this. Uh, Matt Kachuk is a second line winger, and Mitch Marner is a first line winger, arguably top twenty winger in the league. Like, there's no situation where I want Kachuk over Mitch Marner. Kachuk's making three million dollars less. Uh, he can play left wing. He's a year, a two years younger. He doesn't draw penalties, doesn't take many penalties, or draws penalties, doesn't take many penalties. He plays against some of the toughest minutes in the league, but his defense isn't there, his goal scoring isn't there. When you look at Mitch Marner, though, he's got literally everything percentile was, other than finishing above 80%. Like, he can play penalty kill. He can play in all situations, so you're not going to give up a guy like Marner for Kachuk. If you did Marner for Kachuk and you throw in first or Dubé slash Mangiapane, yes, I'd take it. Uh, the next one here from Sam Reinhart and or from Hockey Meme Squad, sorry, Sam Reinhart and Colin Miller and for Kevin Fiala and a fifth. Uh, that's a tough trade. Uh, I probably wouldn't do it, but some people would. Um, it's really intense because like Kevin Fiala is definitely a first line winger in the league, first second line. Uh, but you're getting Sam Reinhart and Colin Miller. So I think it's definitely close, but I probably wouldn't do it. And going on to Twitter here, we got one question here from Twitter that I thought was really good. So we're going to highlight this one from Jacob H. Jonas Cupersalo, the fifth overall pick, the 25th overall pick from Toronto. Next, Domi, Michael Paitha, and Samuel Nazco. That was a 2022 second for Jack Eichel. That's a huge package. Uh, I I honestly think Cupersalo a fifth. Domi and you and Nazco would get you enough for Eichel. I think I would take this though because these are some solid players. Eichel's definitely your franchise center. Uh, you already have Merzlikens. You're getting rid of Domi. Nazco could be a solid prospect. Out of the fifth, what you're gonna get? Beniers, Wallstead. Uh, yeah, I, I definitely think this is a good pick. Uh, Buffalo could take a Wallstead fifth. They don't need Wallstead though. They have Lukonen. So it it really is a good trade. I, I think it's a good trade here by this guy. Jacob H., thanks you for your question. Uh, I think I would take it on both sides. I think it's good for both teams. And actually, I, I missed one here. We have one more, and then we're going to go off the show. And I thank you guys for listening. Uh, last question here. This came from... Uh, I hate talking hockey. Uh, so that's pretty funny. Um, okay, so Buffalo sends... this, Or Buffalo gets to Seattle first. 2022 second. 2022 third. Second becomes a first if Seattle makes the playoffs. Third, you get rid of the third if they make the playoffs. 
one of Travis Dermott, Ethan Bear, or Caleb Jones, whoever gets selected. Seattle gets Eichel and signing rights to McCabe. Okay, um, this is a good trade because the Seattle first, the second overall, Buffalo could take Gunther, Eklund, Gunther and Power or something like that. And I think that'd be good for them. Uh, I, I think this is a good trade, actually. I think I'd take this on both sides because Eichel's Seattle's franchise center. McCabe is definitely a top four defenseman. He plays the body like he's an analytic darling and people love to watch him like because he plays the body. He's a big defenseman. Like he's one of those people that people who love analytics, analytics and people who love the eye test absolutely adore. Uh, I love Jacob McCabe personally, so I definitely would do this trade. And that's it for the show today. Uh, hope you guys enjoy this episode. And enjoy the rest of your week.